Welcome to another GD podcast. I'm your host, Guy DeMarco. And tonight I decided that I'm just going to record another podcast because why not? I can do what I want. And something really cool has been happening in our life. We've been having dinner like cooked and on the table like by 6.15, which means we can get the kids to sleep by like 8.15. And now I have time in the evening to do stuff. So that's pretty gnarly for me. But another cool thing that we're doing tonight is I'm going to talk tonight about um, my first year in the PRS. So I know you guys may not want to hear me talk about myself, but I think this is something kind of cool because I did do a little bit of traveling for all of these matches. I think I shot 11. Let's count them. One, two. I shot 11 matches. Um, okay, I shot 10 matches for the NRL, or excuse <laughs> I shot 10 matches for the PRS season for 2021, and I shot one match for the 2022 season in November of 2021. I shot one match for the 2022 in the 2021. Yeah, I think I said that right. Yeah, so overall, um, we're going to talk about how I did each one of the matches, what I thought was cool, what I thought was fun about it, kind of where it was at, and kind of who was running it, if I can remember all this stuff. Um, if you guys know, I have CRS, can't remember shit, so this should be fun. So let's go ahead and dive into it. So this year in production, I shot a pro- – this year in the PRS, I shot a production – class rifle i shot a mmp pmr pro chambered in 223 now this whole rifle came complete from the uh fine people up there at mpa i say thank you phil and team for putting that together for me i do still have the quality assurance sticker on it uh thank you mary if you're listening to this you inspected the rifle and it's been kicking butt all year um, I mounted a Vortex Strike Eagle on top of it with some Seekins rings and haven't looked back. Now, I've I've changed it up a little bit and added um, the internal weight system, the internal weight system to give it a little bit more uh, balance and weight to it. I also added the BA Comp side rails to it, but other than that, it's... It's straight how it came from Phil and the crew. I did uh, request that that get a Timney hit trigger in it. Um, So I've been running Timneys for pretty much all of my my rifle builds. And uh, even my... Even my gas guns are being converted over to Timney triggers. So big shout out to Timney triggers. Uh, Jill, you're my girl out there uh love you guys to death it was really cool meeting you at the at the um pre down there at blakely um so let's get into it so that was my production rifle i was shooting 
75 grain ELDMs at about 2775 in the summer and 2725 in the winter. I was using CFE 223 powder. Um, not super temp stable. That's why I was having the pressure difference or this uh, muzzle velocity difference. Um, when it cooled off, it definitely uh, definitely dropped in some velocity, but um, it stayed consistent. So that's what I ran and it's what I could get a hold of. So that's what I was running with it. Um, CCI primers and just um, annealed once fired mill brass to be 100% honest. And it still shot really consistent groups generally in the 10 to 13 SD range, which is perfectly good enough for me just starting off and learning. And then um, definitely a half minute gun, if not a quarter minute gun, if I was, uh, if I was having a good day on the, on the range, um, shot some pretty small groups with it. Pretty happy about it. Um, really, really fun. Ran all of my craft challenge drills with that rifle and, and really, really liked it. And that rifle, um, was able to secure me third place in production for the Southeast of the United States in the PRS. So for my first year shooting in the PRS, shooting centerfire competitively and reloading all of my ammo, I'm really damn happy with third place. Um, some people knock on production because, you know, you're basically the way that it's set up is, yeah, you can have a $5,000 rig, a $2,500 rifle and a $2,500 optic and go out there and use a uh, comp caliber like 6BR, 6BRA, XYZ. Um, but I did this with a 223 this year, and I'm happy with it, and I really don't give a shit because um, you don't pay my bills. So there's that. I also competed in the Altus uh, Long Range Challenge Series, and I was able to secure fifth place overall for that and top mill for the season. Um, I actually took top mill for the match and for the actual season overall for the, um, for the whole kit and caboodle. So I was super, super happy with that, that being my home range. And that's kind of where I got my first taste and cut my teeth with precision rifle. So really, really enjoyed being able to, uh, secure that this, uh, this last last match in November. Um, so let's talk about some of the matches that I attended, uh, in January. If you guys remember, I had, um, my buddy on to go over the Tyler Geronda. I had him on to go over the big gunny, big gun money match, uh, that took place in January. <clears throat> um, I was able to secure 11th place in that match, um, and take top production. So that was really, really cool. So 11th place for my first real match with that gun. I thought that was awesome. Um, I was super happy. And then February was the first Altus match. Uh, I remember that match. It was a little cold, a little uh, a little on the windy side, but uh, took 17th place overall there and had a lot of fun um, at that match. Uh, the next match I attended was the Altus the second Altus match. Now this one was a little different because uh, the primary match director, Spencer Berry, 
um, good buddy. Um, most of you guys know who he is. He was seeking some medical treatment and was unable to be the match director. So Altus asked me if I would set up the match and run it. And I said, absolutely. Cause, um, one, the, uh, running a match, running a PRS match is much different than running just your little 22 matches that I normally do. So, one running this would be a great learning experience, but also it, you know, showed me that, excuse me, Altus, um, had faith that I could pull it off. And I think I did. Um, the match ran a lot better than I shot, which is, uh, not surprising. If I do remember that match, I had loaded some ammo for that. It was a little bit warmer that day. I did not chrono my gun that morning because I was the match director. I was getting everything else ready and I was just like, oh, loaded rounds. It's the same as last time. I've learned my lesson since I chrono my gun at the beginning of uh, every match. And um, that's that. So I send minimum five, but generally 10 rounds downrange to just double check my velocity, get it in the Kestrel, make sure everything's good. And um, I, I press from there. That match in April, I took 40th out of, I don't remember how many it was, but I was definitely the lower uh, lower third of the pack. Um, but dual hatting it, shooting it, and being the match director, I couldn't have gotten a piece of hardware, and I really wasn't doing it for the points. I just really like shooting, so that's what I did. Um, my uh, next match was the, once again, an Altus match. It was in May. It was the third Altus match. Uh, took 26th. Um, by then, they had uh, Al Olivier was is is the match director for the one-day long-range classic or long-range challenge matches out there now. So Al put on a hell of a match. Really enjoyed it. It was a little bit different than what we've seen out there Altus before. So it was super, super cool. So I did the big gun money match in... Alabama and then my next three matches were Altus and then I bounced down to SFPRA South Florida Precision Rifle Association and got to shoot down there with Rick Reeves and a bunch of the Southern Florida boys um, Corey Adamski and got down there and got to shoot with those boys now this was kind of a dual purpose weekend for me one, I wanted to get down there and shoot the qualifier and uh, ended up taking third place production and 23rd overall in the match. However, comma, what I also did was that was the two-week period of the Florida Python Challenge, which uh, you can Google it, but it's basically a two to four-week period in Florida where you can register, it's like 25 bucks, and you can hunt for python species in the state of Florida because it is a invasive species to the ecosystem. And basically you go out there and you can humanely euthanize these pythons and then you can turn them in and win fun cash and prizes. Um, now, I went out... I got down there on Friday, camped out. Well, 
I say camped. I stayed on the premises of the range, um, which is uh, Tradecraft's basically an old abandoned um, prison area. So I stayed at these little hooches or whatever, threw my truck back there, threw a tent up, sweat my balls off because it's the Everglades. Um, but went down there, had a blast, went out and fished Lake Okeechobee, which uh, my nephew, Deegan, if you're listening, listening, I caught a fish at Lake Okeechobee. Kachobi and uh you didn't so ha and then um went to proceed and go hunt for some pythons for a little while drove around tried to find some stuff found a bunch of other snakes um, but didn't find a a python um at the at that location which was kind of a bummer but there was this crazy crazy storm that blew in and i'm pretty okay driving in some wet weather but like I was, my, my, my butt was definitely grabbing, grabbing that leather seat. That shit was crazy because, you know, I was getting blown from one side of the road to the other and on each side of the road are canals and they're probably filled with alligators and deadly other shit. And I just didn't want to freaking, uh, go down that route. So I was driving pretty slow, finally made it back to the campgrounds and proceeded to just sweat my balls off when I slept. Um, but woke up the next morning, drove the one mile over to the range. If that got zeroed, uh, ran some velocity and proceeded to shoot pretty decent match. Um, Mirage is definitely a thing down there in South Florida. It definitely affected my ability, um, to see impacts with a two, two, three and super heavy Mirage like that. Um, also just spotting the target and, and making sure that target acquisition and, and the spotters trying to see stuff. And it was, it was just overall difficult, but, um, that's where the cookie crumbles and I'm okay with that. Um, after that match was over, uh, me and the boys went and got lunch, went and got Mexican. And then I just kind of cruised around. I drove all the way down to super South Florida and, went around the Everglades and then I found some state parks and like watch walked the nature trails, which were super cool and saw a bunch of wildlife and turtles and fish and gar and all this crazy wildlife stuff and went to the smallest post office in the continental U S it's basically like, uh, uh, an outhouse. It was about the size of one. Um, and super, super cool. And then I waited for the lights, and uh all the light to go out the sun to go down all that other stuff and then i went on a couple of trails that got recommended to me by python cowboy on instagram he has actually won this python challenge the last two years in a row and uh he recommended that i check out these trails so i'm out there trying to check it out i'm messaging him back and forth when i got service and i drove uh these roads for probably four or five hours um after the lights went out and couldn't see a damn thing, got out, walked around, saw a lot of alligators, um, mosquitoes, the size of small vultures, um, but no snakes. So it is what it is. Still had fun. Still had a great time shooting the match down there with Corey and Rick and all those guys and had fun just driving around looking for gators. Um, but that was uh, the beginning of July, July 10th, I think that was. And then the end of July, I drove out to Gunline out in Carthage, Mississippi, I think it is, on the 31st of July. 
and went and shot out there and once again had a blast. It was um it was a fair course of fire. It was a fun course of fire. Um it was a difficult course of fire. Um I've never shot uh crosses before, but they had the uh the cross targets and those are some very very tough targets it's about the size of a normal square target but it's just cut out in the shape of a cross or tilted on its side and it's an x but very small target um when you're shooting them at distance had some crazy elevation issue on that one particular stage it was only like five six hundred yards or something crazy like that but it was over two berms and it was i think the first or second stage of the day. Um, so I don't know if I was having some aerodynamic jump or some lift up over the berms with some weird wind or I, I don't know what was going on, but I was constantly sailing these rounds over the top of the target and into the berm behind it, checked my elevation, even got you know corrected by the uh, the RO and the spotter said, Hey, check dope, check dope. I took like a full mill out of it and I was still over the top. I have no, I wasn't a rev off. I double check that, like have no idea what was going on with that, but managed to power through the rest of the day. Um, had a, had a really good run. Um, I think I finished really well for never shooting against those competitors finished 31st overall. Uh, top production in a qualifier. So that was definitely awesome. Um, and one thing that I think I performed really well on is they have the gun line sign. It's a, it's a sign cut out, um, of wood with, you know, the letters gun line. And then you had to choose five or six positions and shoot these 10 rounds. Um, changing, you know, elevation and, and position and structure and all this other stuff. And as I was changing positions, I somehow hit my mag release and my mag just dropped right out of the gun and I didn't miss a beat. I just automatically changed, uh, went to my backup mag, got it loaded, uh, ran around and continued to press with the, uh, with the course of fire for that stage and super seamless. We got it on, I think we got it on video or somebody else got a picture of it or something like that. Um, but I was shouting with, uh, Tommy, uh, Tinsley and he, he said that that was real smooth and it looked like it didn't even phase me. So that was a great compliment by Tommy. He's a real good shooter. I really like shooting with him. Um, so that was Gunline. Um, super cool. That was the first time I actually saw a shoot off for, uh, third and second place. So that was super, super cool. Robert Brantley was in that shoot off. It was super dope to see. It was really interesting to watch, um, how they did the format. It was like a six inch circle. It's 600 yards. So a one MOA target in that soupy, soupy sun and the mirage. I'm really glad that I didn't have to shoot it, but all in all, it's still really, really fun. Um, the next match that I shot was in August and that was the MPA. Uh, that was the fourth match, the fourth monthly match for the MPA at arena. And I went up there and shot and, um, fell apart. I did not have a good day. First stage of the day, a 10 inch or a 12 inch circle. 14 or 16 inch circle, something massive. It was ridiculous. Um, 
at a grand and I never even got close to hitting that thing. I don't know what was going on. Checked my velocity, checked all my stuff. Everything was solid. You know, all my dope was good. Dope was good the rest of the day, even out to eight, 900. Everything was solid. Go to shoot this plate first thing in the morning at a grand. Nothing. Um, couldn't see splash, couldn't see dirt. It was in a berm. It was like soft dirt, like perfect conditions to be able to spot your, your misses. Couldn't see a thing at a grand, had no idea. Went zero out of 10 on the first stage. And that kind of set, set it up for the rest of the day. I ended up scoring uh, 49th place, <laughs> which was really, really bad for me. I did not enjoy that at all. Um, but it is, uh, it is what it is. So there we go. Um, that was also a qualifier match. Um, next we had, uh, September Altus, the fourth match at Altus for the year, uh, took 21st. So, uh, super happy with that. Was having a really good day. Took top production there. Um, so that puts me at 300 points for production. So, I'm sitting tied for first between three or four people. Um, myself, Bobby Keegan's, Mike K, and I think one other person, two other people. I think there was five five of us that were all tied for uh, 300 points going into the Southeast finale. Um, but uh, still had a blast. Um, that match, that finale match... Um, a good amount of difficulty. Um, I, I really liked it for a finale match. If you've been to arena, they've got the, the known distance and then the unknown distance range. This particular match was, uh, the fourth match at MPA where I got 49th in, uh, in August, um, that was on the known distance range. And then when we shot the finale, it was on the unknown distance range. We shot off the three-story tower out to like 13 or something hundred yards didn't even get cl- or 1200 yards didn't even get close to hitting that thing with my 223 um finally kind of lobbed one in there but it was way off right but at least i figured out what my elevation needed to be for it so that was kind of cool about it but other than that like um shot with some great great people um uh uh andrew mccutcheon from um, Winning Gunworks, Chip, Matt Ansley, um, Chris Cape, all those guys. Um, got to shoot with my um, girl from Armageddon Gear, uh, Christy. Um, just having a hoot. Um, shot with Mike, shot with Bobby. Um, those have been the guys that I've been chasing all year is, uh, is Bobby and Mike. Um, two solid shooters. Uh, Mike's, I think this is his second year, uh, if not his first, shooting PRS. And me and him have been kind of chasing each other in the production realm this whole time. So that's been super fun competition. And then my goal is to still beat Bobby Keegan's um, when he shows up to a match because he's in the production realm in the Southeast. He's He's... He's the one to get. There's a, a new guy on the scene. I can't remember his name. I think it's Brandon, but um, he he's crushing it too. And my goal is to is to beat those two. But in the MPA finale, um, 
scored a 53. Now, 53, yet there was some stiff competition out there, and we were dealing with some real switchy wins out there on the KD range or the UKD range. It was coming in from our six o'clock headed to 12 o'clock and it was switching left and right. Um, so it was real difficult to, uh, to have a steady wind hold or a steady wind call. It was kind of switching back and forth. You'd, you'd hit it and then you'd miss right. So you'd hold left and then you miss left and it was, and then you'd hit center again. And it was shoot as fast as you can, as accurately can, um, on that one. So, for that match I took for the finale in October, I took fourth place production, but I ended up taking third or fourth production in the match, but I ended up taking third place production in the Southeast for the season. Once again, super cool that I was able to do that. I think it was a really good accomplishment for myself for my first year, and I'm just setting the bar higher for myself this year. Um, but that wasn't the last matches of the year for me, even though the finale was in October, Altus had its fifth match in November. It was the fifth and final match. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't know why I have such a dry throat tonight. It was the fifth and final match. So it was the club series finale for Altus long range challenge. And I took seventh place overall so it was my first top 10 finish it's my best finish to date i took top production and it was also my first award so it was my first time taking um any type of award at a prs match i ended up taking top military or top mil le for the match and then because i competed in the series i also took top military for the season which um is just awesome to uh for that to happen so super stoked about that and that's my year uh for shooting um now i will say that i did shoot the sundown showdown match in november the late end of uh the the late part of november and that was held at mpa and that was or that was held at arena. Um, and that was put on by, um, Oh God, he's going to kick my ass for not remembering. Uh, I'm going to look it up right now on Instagram so I can give him the proper shout out. I want to call it ghost five. Aha. Ghost five tactical knew it. Q Morgan, um, hit me up and I helped him out a little bit. I told him that I wanted to get into the match and he said, not a problem. I thought registration was closed, but it wasn't. So pay my match fee, got up there, um, ended up bringing the match books up there for him because uh, there wasn't a place that had a printer anywhere near him. So printed all those out for him. And uh, it was a good match. It was a nighttime match. So that was the first time I've ever shot precision rifle at night. There was no white light allowed on the on the line. You could only use um, green, blue, red, whatever. Um, It was not advantageous to have a light on while you were shooting. Um, I tried to bring some like glow-in-the-dark glasses. Did not work for that application. But 
all in all, it was a lot of fun. I highly recommend if you have the opportunity to go to a night match, definitely go to a night match and throw down because it was a lot of fun. If you go to Walmart and go to the party section and pick yourself up one of those mega packs of light sticks, they've got the little tiny light sticks. And I just wrapped it, used a rubber band and wrapped it around the bell of my scope and that illuminated my reticle for me. I put a couple of light sticks on my gun so it didn't get knocked over or tripped on. But all in all, like if you've got a scope that's got an illuminated reticle, like the Vortex Strike Eagle, mint. Um, Had a lot of fun with that. Uh, Came in 21st overall in third place in production in that match. And uh, second place mill, which I'm totally fine with. Shelby Case was able to pull out the top mill on that one. He It's his first trophy, so I was super happy for him. Um, I had gun issues. I don't know what happened, but on the... There was nine stages. So on the sixth stage, I went from running rounds to it felt like somebody dumped an entire sandbag into my action. I just couldn't move the bull, anything like that. And I timed out. So I had a mulligan. So I like wiped my gun off. I tried to run the action a couple times, like didn't know what was going on. And then, um, went back up there and the same exact issue was going on. Um, so Took my gun, my bolt out, checked everything out again, XYZ. Turns out I had a metal burr um, on the actual bolt lug. On I'm running the Curtis action, so it's a three lug. So on the lug that interfaces with the bolt stop. So I don't know if I ran my bolt so hard that it deformed against the bolt stop or if it wasn't hardened or I don't know what it is. Um, but we have taken a honing stone and like smoothed it out it runs like butter now but now the bolt doesn't stay in the action so um, i'm gonna get a hold of curtis customs and have them send me out a proper bolt stop and see if that fixes the issue because i just got my 6br barreled action in uh for production and it too um it fits in and it runs and everything like that, but it straight up like has the exact same issue. You run the bolt and it'll come right out. And I'm like, well, this is awkward. So I got, I'm still tracking that one down. I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on with it, but sundown showdown match took 21st third production. So right now I'm sitting at like 86 points on the season. Um, but for 2021, for my first year shooting PRS, I'm pretty damn happy with myself. Um, like I said, I don't want to, I'm not making this to like, you know, ooh, look at me. Like I'm still shooting production. I'm shooting a 223. This year I'm, I'm stepping it up and uh, I don't care what you're saying. I'm shooting a 6BR in production because um, I want to. So tough shit. And I'm going to have fun. And I'm going to learn a new caliber and how to load it and everything else like that. And it's going to be a good time. And maybe I can increase my uh, 
my ability. If I can, you know, finish top half or I would say, okay, if on average finish top half, maybe I can finish top 25 or top 20 every time I compete. If I'm using a, a better caliber, if, if I can do what I did with a sub caliber gun for this sport, you know, mainstream caliber, then maybe I can do a little bit better with a competition air quotes caliber. So we'll see, but just want to give a big shout out to all the people that kind of make this happen. First off my wife for allowing me to disappear into the, to the ether, into the Southeast adventure States and go down to South Florida and, you know, leave here at seven o'clock at night, drive five hours, get to Mississippi at one in the morning, sleep in my car, get up, shoot a match and then turn and burn and get back in time for dinner the next night. Um, allowing me to go down and, and, and shoot these matches and have fun with my friends and be able to enjoy the passion that I do. So super appreciative to my wife and look forward to taking her back out to the range and getting her on steel again. Um, sidebar to the shout outs, uh, took the wife out yesterday and got her on steel at 800 yards with a 223 and she's never shot long range rifle center fire before she shot the precision 22s a little bit but nothing crazy but yeah first round impact at 800 yards with a 223 and then put her on my 6gt on like a freaking 10 inch plate at 800 and she drilled it two for two like if she starts shooting this on the regular y'all better watch out um, cause she may take a long damn time, but she's accurate. So love you, babe. Appreciate you. Thank you for letting me do what I do. Uh, big shout out to masterpiece arms. Um, they built the rifle and they, um, ensured if I needed something that I got it in a timely manner to, to help increase my chances of, of, performance um whether i ordered something or i was asking you know phil or uh austin questions over emails or anything else like that or you know if even if i reach out to one of their team shooters and ask a question they're more than um more than helpful so all those guys up there um at mpa and all your pro shooters and your sponsored shooters i appreciate you guys looking out for uh looking out for me and, and pointing me in the right direction. Um, Vortex Optics, um, uh, it's the only scope that I use. Uh, Strike Eagles and uh, Diamondback Tacticals on my 22. Some of my 22s and, you know, Razor Gen 2s. Just picked up a Razor Gen 3. It should be here this week. I'm super excited. Um, thank you guys and all that you do for supporting um, me, which you don't, I'm not sponsored by you guys, but, um, you guys sponsor the, the prize tables, which in turn gets me, um, discount on optics. That's how I was able to afford the new gen three is from a Euro optics or you guys put on the table. So thank you guys. Thank you. Euro optics for supporting me via supporting the sport. Uh, greatly appreciated. Um, Timney triggers, um, been running Timney triggers for, um, 
a while now. I've been running them in my 22s, um, whether it be my 1022 that I've got a Calvin Elite in, if it's my Remex that has a Timney hit in it, if it's you know my AR that's got an SST in it, all of my precision bolt guns have the hit in them. And I can't thank you guys enough. Um, and I am more than honored to be on your guys's, uh, ambassador team representing Timney triggers this year, cats out of the bag. Um, my one and only and first sponsor being Timney triggers out of Arizona as an AZ guy. Um, it was an easy choice when going to pick a trigger. So thank you guys made in the USA made in my home state, Arizona. So thank you guys for supporting me. And then just all my friends, you know, uh, going out there and shooting and then shooting the shit. Um, buddy Miller shoot fast. Don't suck. Um, team NFG, uh, the guys at Altus, uh, Phil Cashin, uh, Witting Gunworks, um, big guy that I hit up all the time, Robert Brantley. So, uh, thank you so much for always just being chill and uh, answering questions. Um, my girl, Bet Z, um, you know, shooting with her, Haywood, Ranger Firearms for, for always having components in stock. You guys, you guys are awesome. Uh, can't leave out, uh, Adamski for wearing those short shorts, always keeping everybody motivated with freedom. Uh, thighs out for the guys or moons out, goons out. How does that go? I'm not sure. The deadliest fireman you'll ever meet. Um, yeah, just super happy to be part of this community. I know everybody likes to talk shit on everybody else, and that's sometimes part of the fun, but uh, I wouldn't want to be in any other community. So, uh, I'm going to wrap this up so I can go to bed and get up and do it all over again tomorrow. So once again, had a great 2021 season. Looking forward to 2022, and we'll see you guys at the range. Later.